Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy and Joanne. You and Carol have stuck with me through the whole week. Thank you. It's Friday. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Definitely. It has been a wonderful, wonderful week. And I, again, I love going through these Lored principles. They're, uh, they're taken straight from Proverbs. Uh, you can find them, listener, if you go out to lared.org, L-A-R-E-D dot O-R-G, and just take a look at that. I think this is really important stuff that we may be missing in our in our time that, that we're living in. You mm-hmm. know, values, principles, uh, character. Sometimes that's that's found wanting in the world. I would think so. But God has given us all we need in His Word, and I love that these are based on His Word, and that Biblical principles work. That's why God gave them to us. Mm -hmm. And they're just as relevant today as they were a thousand years ago. Absolutely. Crazy how relevant they they are. Sometimes you read and you think, man, was this just written yesterday? (laughs) It fits. (laughs) Good stuff. I think today we're going to do the principle of inspiration. And um, I, I love the thought to ponder that goes with this. It says, each day of our lives, we make deposits in the memory banks of those we meet. That becomes our reputation. And so is your reputation one of inspiration? Mm. Um, we hope so. So we're going to start out with this. And in Proverbs thirteen twelve, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when dreams come true at last, there is life and joy. Fear is a motivator. It is an important one. But it is used primarily to establish order and parameters. If we control people by fear only, we are poor leaders. Good leaders understand the importance of rules that are feared, but also understand that the law worketh wrath. Man cannot live by the law alone. Sooner or later he will be a rebel. In order to develop a long-lasting, successful family, business, or society, we must design a system that gives everyone personal dreams, opportunity, and hope. Mm. If we have no dreams and see no opportunities, we lose hope. And when we lose hope, we get angry, feel unfulfilled, which may turn into despondency and will cause some even to commit suicide. As long as there's hope, we can and most of all will keep on going. Hope comes from seeing possibilities and possibilities come from active and creative minds. God made us in his image to have ideas and to be creative, to calculate and analyze situations. When leaders try to stifle this creativity, sooner or later people will analyze the unfairness and break away from its control. We cannot stifle individuality forever. Communism was a good example of this. Their system was built on keeping everyone equal and having all things in common. Their idea was, give a man food, clothing, shelter, and he will be happy. This sounds good as a philosophy, but it does not work because we are not all designed to be the same. We are all created equal, but our outcomes will be different because each one of us can make choices. We have different gifts, temperaments, and creative ideas. This means some will pursue more than others, thus bringing different levels of understanding and opportunities. To foster inspiration, we must create an environment where minds can work freely within a set of parameters. The parameters become the framework or guideline for creativity. 
To motivate means to stimulate the mind and spirit of a person. This is what we call motivating by leading the minds of men and women. This is done by presenting dreams and possibilities to them, which will inspire them to pursue their future. They will be motivated from within rather than controlled by external laws. They are led, not driven. This becomes their purpose or motive, the reason for living. If we give people an incentive or dream within the framework of our personal goals and ambitions, both will benefit. Our intent for inspiring others will always have to be for a win-win situation. Otherwise, it would be considered unfair and will boomerang on us. All good leaders will use incentives and dream planning for motivating 10 to 1 over fear. They know fear must be a part of leading, but only as a last resort. Good leaders will focus on incentives and dream planning, which creates a powerful force within their employees, so they become self-motivated. They will need less management because they will be working as unto themselves. You know, as I'm reading all of this, I'm thinking, how many people really see God as a dictator or punisher or, you know, up there with a ruler ready to wrap our hands for doing ba bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's their vision of who God is. And, and while it is true, he is holy and just and there will be judgment, that's not his true motivation. He loves us. That's his motivation. He is love. He sent his only son for us to die for us so that we could be with him. So we can get... The the hold of the wrong end of a thing here if we're not careful. Um, and inspiring someone else has more to do with loving them than with trying to control them. And I think that's said so well by your dad here, uh, Joanne, in this, in this principle. Well, and, and I see the correlate, like it, inspiring creativity was mentioned so much mm -hmm. together. And isn't that what, like, um, our God is creative. Like, I, we just witnessed that this weekend when we were at an arboretum with all these different plants from all around the world. And some of them just look crazy. <laughs> and, and we were like, the creativity, how, you know, that God has. And he has that for us as people, like to see what our potential is, to see... Um, you know, our future. And I love the hope and the the inspiration that comes from this value in knowing that God has so much for us, mm. that his desire for us is to be all that we can be. Yeah. He can created you, us for that yeah. purpose. And can you imagine if you really understood God's plan for you or mm. what potential God actually has inside of you, that he's planted in you? I mean, think about that. You know, we, we have a tendency to feel, you know, maybe I've kind of topped out, <laughs> you know, kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm whatever, but we have no idea what God has planted inside of us, what our actual potential is. Well, and here's the thing, we're made in his image. So each one of us mm -hmm. is creative. Now, sometimes we think, oh, well, if you're a quote unquote creative kind of person, then you are an artist or you're a dancer or you're a musician or you're one of the quote unquote arts. But that's not true. I, I think a person who solves problems for a living, how creative are they? A MacGyver, so to speak. You mm -hmm. know, someone who can fix something or figure out how to get the desired end result. That's creative. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Or how about the woman who's on a shoestring budget and she's a great hostess and, imagines, and manages to feed a whole bunch of people? That's creative. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? There's mm -hmm. so many different ways to be creative. And we all have that spark of creativity in us placed there by the God who designed us, who who made us like him in that way. It, it's a matter of finding what that is. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I find so fascinating these days is how much young people, um, they are so creative. Like they'll figure out how to 
feed the homeless or I watched this one video about a gal who figured out how to turn a coat into a sleeping bag for the homeless and she and she sewed it and then hired people to sew them and it's like there's so much possibility in their thinking and if they can get a hold of you know the ideas that are in their mind it's like it's it's like things that maybe even my generation wouldn't have thought possible but young people they're not limited the world is like a small place and they have tools and i don't know for some reason they just think everything's possible yeah they're dreamers <laughs> they are mm-hmm. yeah yeah they dream and and i think it it all starts with the dream you know it it starts with something that is on the inside of us um and and a dream can inspire hope and, and we all need hope. I mean, and it, it talks about hope in here. Uh, and it says, as long as there is hope, we can and most of us will keep on going. So, you know, um, I mean, we've all met people who you have felt like, and, and maybe you yourself have felt like giving up hope, you know. Mm-hmm. But man, when you have God, there's always hope. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're, you're never without hope. There is always hope. Um and I, I like this when it's talking about what good leaders will do, uh, because it talks about the balance between fear and inspiration. And, you know, fear has, you know, has its place, but you'll get a lot further with inspiration because it motivates the person. Uh, fear can actually become heavy and stop the dreaming process, you know. It, it's like, I, I want my employees to come up with creative things that we can do to help the business. I want them to feel inspired. I want them to feel uh, like they're a part of a team, that their 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 dreams matter. And and even personally, what what are your dreams personally? Where are you where are you headed? Uh, you know, we have we have had a lot of high school and, and college students working for us. And you know, when they're a college student, they have a dream. They're working towards something for their future. And so we have them for a short period of time where we get to. Uh, train them with a good work ethic, teach them responsibility. Uh, we can encourage them. And, you know, like right now I have this wonderful young girl who has worked for us for, I don't know, five or six years through high school. She's working her way through college. And at some point I'm going to lose her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I hate to lose her because she's such a good employee. But while we have her, we have the opportunity to inspire her, to reach her goals and to, mm-hmm. and to even though we're going to lose her, you know, we're going to lose her as an employee as she goes into her professional field when she gets out of school but we have the opportunity to inspire her to follow her dreams Mm. to follow what she is what she is wanting to do and um it's an opportunity for us to speak into her life and i love those opportunities i love um and it, it we we talked earlier too about um you know hiring people that are know it alls and 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 things like that and so you know, when you hire a know-it-all, I mean, the inspiration, it's it just, it, it's a completely different feeling. <laughs> it, it's just, it's, there's just, yeah. Um, and so when you can hire somebody that you can train and you can inspire and you can teach, uh, it, it's good for the employee and the employer. And it's good for the other people who are around them. Uh, and again, this is same, this is true for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you can inspire your children or you can put the fear of God in them. I mean, it's it's your choice, uh, but you're going to get a lot further if you can inspire them and inspire and encourage their creativity and encourage their future. We've been talking about, you know, just the all those positives, the creativity, the hope and all that. But there's that other side of the coin. What happens when people lose hope? And the value does address that. It says if we don't have dreams, we don't see opportunities and we lose hope and we feel unfulfilled and it can turn into despondency and even suicide. Mm. And I know that 
in our world. Like that is, it's something that, I mean, I've come across just in my circle of friends and how Mm. devastating that is. And how do we bring hope to people who are at that place or um, need, need a dream, need hope in their life. And part of that, it does start with, we've talked this week about listening. We've talked about hearing people. We've talked about uh, understanding people and where they are. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a lot about communication and relationship. And, you know, I mean, if you look around the people in your world, uh, if, if you're in school somewhere, uh, or even in a church or a neighborhood, uh, there can be someone who's kind of, you would consider a loner, someone who doesn't really seem to be connected with people, someone that's kind of, you always see them alone, or it's it's very, they're quiet, or they're, um, I'm not sure how else to Well, to it's the that. isolation, I think, that yes, you have to look for, because all of for. us, yes. whether we're introverted or extroverted or whatever, we we need the human touch. We need the human connection. We need we need that that sense of belonging that we talked about earlier in the week to feel appreciated and loved. Uh, we need to be heard. We 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 need to feel like we matter and have purpose. And if we become isolated, whether through um, you know emotional or mental or physical or financial or whatever circumstances surround us and we sort of become quote unquote pariah like nobody is a pariah god loves all of us and he's created each one of us but we can find ourselves in in isolation or there are people who find themselves in isolation and i think if you get to a point where you have no hope man, it becomes a really fast downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And let's face it, people are good at masking that. So we don't Mm -hmm. always know. Well, and often when you hear things that are happening in the news, you hear suicide or even school shootings or whatever, you know, the neighbors will say, I should have seen this or I should have, you know, um, there were signs. And so if, if we can learn to look at those people and understand they need relationship, they need hope, they need someone in their lives to speak and be an inspiration to mm. them. Uh, because without hope, I mean, really, who wants to live without hope? Yeah. And I think if people are in that place, if any of our listeners are in that place, to reach out to someone, mm-hmm. be proactive, and don't wait to get to that place of despondency, but reach out. There's counselors available or a friend. Share with them. You feel hopeless or, you know, just... Um, you know, don't be afraid. The walls are coming down to these issues. Mm-hmm. And there is... I love that we live in a time where we can talk about the issues and we can um, help people to a path of healing and wholeness. Um, but reach out, reach out to a counselor, mm-hmm. find a phone number, reach out to a friend, tell them what you're feeling, and reach out to the Lord too for dreams Absolutely. And, and to see what He has for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you're on the other side uh, and you think, "Well, I don't know," I then then do the things that we've talked about this week. Take the opportunity to reach out and encourage someone. You mm-hmm. do not know the impact you might have on someone's life merely by by seeing the good in them, the the God creativity in them, the the God inspired person that they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not there yet. That's okay. If you believe in the Lord and you know that he is creator and that he loves, for God so loved the world, then every person we run across has that potential in them to be something amazing, 
amazing. You know, I have that potential. I'm not there yet, but someone seeing that in me will draw me closer to that potential or to to be willing to hear about the Lord or to see myself in that position. So take the opportunity to be an encouragement mm-hmm. and a light in the world and look at people through the eyes of the Lord himself. People want hope of a future. You know, and when you have no hope of a future, and and I I love this paragraph. It says, to motivate means to stimulate the mind and spirit of a person. This is what we call motivating by leading the minds of men and women. This is done by presenting dreams and possibilities to them, which will inspire Mm -hmm. them to pursue their future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you don't have a dream and you have... And, and, and your future looks bleak and there's just no hope for the future. You need dreams. You need goals. You need people to inspire you. And so we all have the opportunity to be that inspiration for a person. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what the simple words you say to a person can either build or, de- or destroy that person. You have the opportunity to be inspiration to a person. And I don't think any one of us would want to intentionally destroy someone. But we can be very intentional about mm. inspiring people. Well, and I think of Proverbs eighteen twenty one that tells us that um, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We have that ability to speak life into people or to speak death. And we talked earlier this year, this week, this year, it was this year, but it was this <laughs> week, uh, about past paradigms, you know, what was the culture you grew up in? A lot of people hear voices in their head and not in a weird way, but they hear the things that have been spoken over them throughout their life. Well, you're stupid or you're not smart or you're not pretty or you're just the negativity of things or things they make, as we talked about earlier, communication, that's what they heard, even Mm -hmm. if it wasn't exactly what was said. So, and Carol, you said earlier that it takes 10 positives to kind of negate the negative. I think for me, it takes more than that, even sometimes, (laughs) because I always go back to the negative rather than the positive. So our opportunity to speak life into people is huge. It's Mm -hmm. huge. And it's just merely taking the opportunity as God brings people across your path. Mm -hmm. Pray, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. If you don't know what to say, ask him. He'll give you the words. Uh, We read in James earlier this week. That, you know, let him ask, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. He will give to all Mm -hmm. liberally and without reproach. It's theirs, it's ours for the asking. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about the fact that you can either make or break another person, I mean, that is, that really causes you to stop and think about the words you're saying. Because it's literally life and death. Yeah. And I've seen this in the work environment and other places where people will be upset and they'll be react they'll react to something and they'll say something and they'll say something derogatory or negative and then uh, you know maybe they'll feel bad and they'll try to take it back you you mm-hmm. can't take back words like that mm-hmm. you have to have control of the tongue which is why James talks about it so much but you oh my goodness if you've done that yes you know uh, apologize and try to make amends but but recognize that you've caused destruction and it's going to take a lot of positive reinforcement mm-hmm. and encouragement to build that person back up. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, you speak the truth in love. I'm not saying that there aren't issues that we have to deal with, but a lot of times we don't deal with the issue. We just deal with our reaction to whatever's going on. So we say things that are not completely true. And we definitely say things without thinking about right, what's coming. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, nobody is stupid. Nobody's an idiot. But you know what? I confess I've used those words. Uh, mm-hmm. not Generally not to their face 
case, it's usually in the car. But uh, we all know how Missy does in the car. Missy's working on that, and I have repented of that. But even, even, but really, seriously, you, you know, you can just, oh, and just say something, but mm-hmm. it's not truth. And so you're speaking death. Do you want to speak death? Or you want to speak life? You know, a better thing to say is, I'm really frustrated. Maybe I've got the problem here. You know you know what I'm saying? Not that that person is whatever, but maybe it's me and mm-hmm. not them. So, oh well, my goodness. If you're used to just letting things roll off your tongue easily. No it's discipline. Not something, yes. It's not something that comes easy. I mean, you have to work at that. Yeah. That has to be intentional. It's not going to happen accidentally. Well, I'm just the kind of person that speaks my mind, Joanne. So you just <laughs> have to get along. Yeah, I've heard people say that and I think, oh no, please, no, be a disciplined person mm-hmm. who guards your tongue and understands how important that is, mm-hmm. that the words that you say matter. Mm-hmm. And it has a huge, huge impact on other people. It absolutely does. It does. And it, and go for the positive rather than the negative. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to train myself to go that way because frustration in life is real. Whether that's uh, if you're a mom of young kids or you've got teenagers or you're, you know, you're dealing with family or you're in, you know, an employment situation. Or you have a job. Or, you got a job. <laughs> or, or if you have a husband. Or, or, if, or if, you, if you have a friend. If you're or breathing neighbor. and you know other people around you, it, it, it can be frustrating. There's no question. But to remember that the words that we speak are so important mm-hmm. and so powerful, so powerful. And can inspire. I think about my husband too. Um, I don't like to use, you know, I, well, I do like to use him as an example, but you know, he lives uh, his life different than he thought because of some disabilities. Um, but we were recently, he does what he can, you know, and he reaches out and touches other people. He does birthday cards for people. And we've just been talking about him Um, doing a volunteer, maybe at the nursing home or something, but he keeps reaching out and that is what keeps him going too. Mm. It's, it's, um, adding value to other people's lives Mm -hmm. that gives him hope and inspiration as well. And we can all do that. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. But you know, what a way to have purpose in life when not everything turned out the way you Mm -hmm. wanted it to still be there to give and, and to pour into other people. What what a blessing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is very, ins- well, and then that in itself is inspiring. You know, we're talking about inspiration. and But I do think that to keep those hopes, dreams alive mm-hmm. is to keep growing and have mm-hmm. a mind that says, no, I I have something to give that that no one else can yes. give. Yes. You it know, gives his life purpose. Special. And often the person in that position will feel like there is no purpose. Right. And he mm-hmm. chooses to have purpose. Yes. It's a choice. He, mm-hmm. he will, he does. And he does choose every mm-hmm. day to do that. And, mm-hmm. but everybody can do that, you mm-hmm. know, to make that choice, to know that if you're here, you are important and there's no one that can take your place. Mm-hmm. No one can be you. Mm-hmm. And so that in itself is an inspiration that we are created, all created different and all created with gifts and talents and all created with something to offer that no one else can. And I just think that in itself is so inspiring. Well, I was, I love this thoughts to ponder Joanne that you read, and I'm just going to read it again. Cause I think it's so worth repeating each day of our lives. We make deposits in the memory banks of those we meet that becomes our reputation. And I think our reputation, we want to to be an inspiration to people, to leave that deposit mm-hmm. in their memory banks. I, that is that is a wonderful way to end this week. And, you know, again, it brings me back to the memory that you had as a child in school when a teacher took mm-hmm. the time to speak into your life. He made a deposit 
and um, it became a reputation. Absolutely. It became a reputation that you will always have of him. And we all have that opportunity every day. Every day we have the opportunity to speak and inspire, speak life and inspire someone around us. That is something that is presented as an opportunity every day of your life. So I challenge you to take that and speak life and be an inspiration to people around you. Whether it's your family, your co-workers, your neighbors, there are always people who need a positive word and you have the ability mm. to speak and be the inspiration. So go for it. Mm. Do what it takes to make a to make a difference in someone's life. So thank you so much for joining us. This has been such a fun week. I love when we have a chance to go through these principles and we hope that you have learned something and that you will apply some of the things that we've talked about this week and go out there and be an inspiration to those around you. Thank you for joining us here in the Circle of Friends. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to openthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse, to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.